Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug In Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of your, I mean, the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host. John Ward. All right, John, what do we have the pleasure of viewing on this Sunday afternoon? Uh, today we're talking about Strong Bad emails 13, 14, and 15 from HomestarRunner.com. Do you feel like these emails are getting stronger or badder over time? <laughs> Uh, I think that they are, that is actually a strangely good evaluation criteria. Um, I think that they are finding themselves. So I think stronger, but very slowly. And sometimes there Mm -hmm. are definitely better pitfalls. Like I I think Aishibi is like the 10th. I love you strong, bad email. Yeah. Although you you could see how that give some credibility to the fact that these are actually fan emails because you would get a lot of that. Well, let, let's start with that then, John. Uh, I, she, be is the, what do we say, 13th Strongbed email, and as you said, it's a love letter to Strongbed. It is. Uh, hey, my name is Great Looking Girl Strongbed, and my question is, is it a great looking girl or is it a girl Strongbed that is great looking? Now, that's an interesting question. Grammatically... It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, grammatically, it's the latter. Uh, the strong bad seems to assume that he's uh, exchanging with a great-looking girl. Yes, I mean she's great-looking either way, is what I'm reading True. from this. Um, so we also find out that strong bad has a line of girlfriends, uh, and she's supposed to get in said line. Uh, and that proper grammar seems to be a major criteria for the ordering of uh, strong bad's girlfriends. So are we assuming then that his girlfriends have not come to pass through this email exchange right like yeah because he hasn't he hasn't gotten that many emails with good grammar <laughs> that's true maybe so he these has are other, other ways like maybe there's like a uh, a different process for applying to be strong bad's girlfriend or at least uh, maybe the he like meets list. him at church meets him at church uh yeah. or the library if he's really into or the, the library yeah. yeah um maybe like some like symposiums or uh <laughs> You know, professional talks, TED talks, could be TED talks. I think talks. He, he probably gets a lot of a lot of girls at TED talks. Has Strongbed done a TED talk yet? <laughs> Not yet. Although Not yet. the uh, ubiquity of Strongbed is probably it's only a matter of time. Uh, okay, so, so we see that he's actually not interested in this great-looking girl, and instead forwards the email to the cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he forwards it to the cheat, who then, uh, we, we skip over to the cheat, and we see that he's chatting with her on some sort of, like, AOL Instant Messenger, uh, and uh, her, you know, of course, it, it's as, it's aim as fuck, basically. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know, hers is, is basically great looking girl with an eight for great, and also uh, two Gs and two R's for girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cheat's uh, aim handle is uh, Cheatacho72. That's a pretty good handle, actually. Uh, and also now establishes Cheat might also be born in 1972, which would make him significantly older than uh, what I would have assumed previously. Does that time out with the universe if we think about 
the people in the show being what late teens and the show coming out well not really no i don't think math so. doesn't work i think it just makes him very old or i mean then again if he is a cat do cat i mean i'm assuming he's a cheetah of some sort <laughs> or mm. just a square thing whatever he is uh do, do do you think he possibly ages slower or faster like dogs I don't know enough about the universe to make a real guess there, but definitely one way or the other. He, yeah. There's nothing normal about him. So the cheat is catfishing great-looking girl and sending uh, her to meet Strong Mad on his date. Strong Mad being the large, strong brother. Uh, yeah. Does Strong Mad know? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I would assume not. Uh, the other thing is that they're meeting up at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Sabaro mm. in the food court, which has to be the most, like, the worst possible location and time for a date or well, meet up with another human being that isn't a serial killer or a drug dealer, right? Like well, that That's the question I want to raise with you. Is, is that the worst date location or is the Olive Garden a worst <laughs> date location? Because uh, let me make my case. Okay. Sabaro, the food's probably worse. Mm-hmm. And the whole experience is probably worse, but it's very honest about it. It's Unlike true. the Olive Garden where you go in and they're like, oh, welcome to Italia. And I'm like, <laughs> no, Jeff. This <laughs> no is the G- Olive Garden. Uh, yeah, I think that that's true. And like the fact that they don't really salt their pasta uh, and that it all just tastes like vaguely buttery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you might be right. I've had satisfying Sbarro meals. Now, I may have been absolutely starving, like to the point of exhaustion sure, when sure. I ate them, but they were satisfying in some context. I have never had a satisfying meal at Olive Garden. By the way, this episode's brought to you by the... <laughs> Al- oh, shit. Oh, no. Mm. Our first... Our, our first, first uh, real sponsor. Real sponsor, and, and we've already lost them. Um, but tomorrow at 8 p.m. in a food court is de- like the food court definitely closes at 8:30, right? Like, yeah. So, so are you getting like discount, effectively day old pizza, or are you paying same price for just right. worse Sparrows? In college, we used to go to the Dunkin' Donuts at like 2 a.m. Uh, oh, yeah. because they would basically just give us bags and bags of free donuts that mm-hmm. would taste like sawdust. <laughs> uh because they had been sitting out all day oh, um boy. and uh frankly it's the only way that i ever really experimented with my uh donut consumption because i'm kind of a go-to like boston cream or just like a glazed or chocolate glazed donut uh sure. kind of guy but then we'd get bags of like crawlers and strawberry things and then whatever like the flavor of the month is and all that sort of stuff not to say that i ever like wasn't interested in them it's just that if i'm gonna buy a donut i'm probably just gonna buy one of those three so you know it did enlighten me in some ways well and we can all thank the dunkin donuts for that better or worse state location than sparrows and the olive garden uh, it's the only location that I've ever potentially been on a date to. Mm, potentially? Uh, potentially. Well, I mean... Let's say, let's save that conversation for off the air. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So yeah, so the uh, I mean, what which one would I personally book a date to? Definitely mm-hmm. the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know that they've got relatively clean bathrooms, and that's really all that matters on a date. So um... <laughs> <laughs> it it also sounds like the start of a more interesting date. Like going to Sparrows or the Olive Garden sounds like that's the whole thing. But if yeah. if I was invited on a date to a Dunkin' Donuts, I'd be like, oh, this is the start of of a hike. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, definitely hike afterwards would be what I would think it would be, or like uh, going to some sort of festival or something. Like we're prepping beforehand, loading up yeah. on coffee and donuts, and crawlers, and calories, so, so that we yeah. don't have to eat later in the day. Uh, well, speaking much. of hikes, what do you see on hikes? Ducks. Next episode's called Duck Pond. <laughs> uh, so we get an email from Ron Kiwi, who has a mm-hmm. great name. Uh, he wants Strong Bad's take on feeding ducks. I was just going to say, we have very good grammar in this we whole do. email. It's like very put together. It is. Uh, Ron Kiwi, top grammarian, all right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And basically, with Ron Kiwi, what he's asking is uh, something that I think is important to this email process, this Strong Bad email theme. Mm-hmm. And he's asking an original question. <laughs> <laughs> which is important um we have no idea what strong bad's relationship is with ducks and so we're about to find out and uh his relationship with the ducks is that uh he doesn't have any ducks located in his vicinity so he has uh purchased or acquired in some way a duck simulator for his computer yeah and i i like the duck simulator it looks really satisfying it looks like something mm-hmm. you'd get during a steam sale for like a penny definitely uh i think that there's a few things that we can sort of grapple on here paul uh mm-hmm. one is feeding ducks actually gratifying do you do you feed ducks often have you fed ducks uh i have fed duck uh i have also been fed duck yeah uh, i was going to ask yep uh, however, I barely remember either of them. <laughs> Would you rather feed a duck or eat a duck? Probably feed a duck because I don't remember the eating of the duck to being all that special. However, it is supposed mm-hmm. to be delicious. Like, I could have just been, I don't know, maybe I got a bad duck. Uh, I but... think it's a its a good meat. It's one of the redder meats that you get out of poultry. Yeah. But on the other hand, eh. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather feed the duck, I think. Yeah, I think I'd rather feed the duck. Although, it is my understanding you're not supposed to feed them bread. No, it uh, gives them duck obedies. Oh. <laughs> oh, poor guys. Poor uh, yeah, uh, so at the end, we get this sort of like little uh, bonus Atari-esque duck pond simulator with state-of-the-art color graphics instead of like the uh you know two-bit computer graphics that we got in the earlier version so this is like Mm. an atari man throwing feed into the duck pond it's cute it's cute it looks really good but i'm wondering is he one of the is strong bed playing the man or one of the ducks because it looks like the score depends on how many ducks eat which pieces of bread so are you one of the ducks? Are you trying to make one of the ducks win? How does this game work? 
I, I, I hear your anger, Paul. Uh, it's just not explicit enough. There's, it's not very user-friendly right off the bat, is it? I'm, uh, I'm just angry with rage and can't yeah. even talk about it anymore. I mean, in, in many ways, it is very true to an Atari game where you barely understand what the concept of the game could possibly be without reading the manual or something beforehand. At least yeah. the, you know, the context. Like, everything, other than the man and the ducks and the pond, everything else about the game is very opaque and understanding. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it did look like in the earlier game, you were playing the ha- a disembodied hand that was throwing crumbs into the lake. It's true, uh, but the, the whole thing changes once points are involved, and I, I, know. I just, I can't I know. be hecked. Yeah, I like, I like my, like, pond simulator sort of, you know, I like that, that sort of style where you're not necessarily worrying about points so much. Well, Please. we've we've gotten into the weeds of the ducks a little bit, John. Why <laughs> oh don't we bring God. it back to the basics? Wow, the next one's called The Basics. The Basics. So, uh, how do you do it? No question mark. Uh... I really liked the end of this email. So, okay, so so the email's just this guy asking Strong about how he does it. Yep. But he, he signs it with crap, and then his name. And as someone who probably sends like a hundred emails a day and says thanks at the end of almost all of them uh-huh. anytime you use anything else it's just it's beautiful so with crap so that okay i actually have a question about this paul do you mm-hmm. say thanks at the end of every email and then oftentimes you're like what the why am i thanking this like what what context am i using this but you're going to say thanks at the end of the email i i do it i know you do it now right mm-hmm. but how often yeah. how often do you like it's not every time i write an email but like every fifth email or so uh i probably do it every other email and that's yeah. way more than i really mean it yeah so it, it's like uh what is it I'll, I'll be sending home i'll be like sending an email to a parent telling them about how uh horrible their child is being in class mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the end i'm like thanks mr ward <laughs> Yeah. Well, sometimes you just don't you just don't know what else to to say to end it. I mean, what are some sometimes fun ends you use for your emails? I occasionally will use yours, etc. If it's someone that I'm friends with at work, maybe. Ah, uh, okay. Dictated but not read. I've pulled out once or twice. <laughs> no one laughs at it at work, so. Well, I I I just laughed at it. Um, but yeah, so I actually don't. I just either go thanks or just the hyphen ward at the end uh and those are only to like you know those chat type emails where like uh you know we're in a you know giant cement box basically at the school so there's no signal for our phones uh so there's no texting so so the emails sort of take over for that Mm -hmm. um yeah no with crap is a good thing maybe i should start using that not on work emails though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well okay so so we learn three of strong bad's tricks three of his basic moves here my favorite yep. is are you listening to me you say yes but you're not really listening great <laughs> trick yep it's basically podcasting right um mm-hmm. so <laughs> hey look over there and then you pour some coke down their shirt <laughs> that's very good you do need coke and you have to want to piss them off so it's a little bit more specific has anyone ever poured soda on you, Paul? Not intentionally, I don't think. Okay, so I've definitely, like, I definitely vividly remember somebody, uh, like, pouring, I think it was Sprite down my back one time. 
uh, as like a joke at the pool. I think it was at a birthday party or something like that. And not only was I disgusted by their absolute waste of premium Sprite, Mm -hmm. uh, but also the fact that like I then had to go in and take a shower basically at the pool because I wasn't going to be the guy who then like jumps into the pool just to like sugar water and pool water shouldn't be a thing, right? Like, I mean, it's true, John, but there's also people peeing in that pool. So I get your point, but but like chlorine and carbonated water might make me explode. I'm just saying like that could be, it's possible. Yeah. Plus I think I had to wait a half an hour even to go into the pool and I wasn't going to be attacked by swarms of, uh, of wasps in that meantime. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Uh, so the the third one is <laughs> if you win, abstract. I'll give you a hundred bucks, and then he just interprets bucks as kicks in the butt. So no matter what happens, if they win, uh, you just give them a hundred kicks in the butt. But uh, you're also it, supposed to say you call that a buck as you're <laughs> kicking them in a butt, and I don't know what that means. I don't know. What that means. Uh, it works pretty good, and I mean, you get to kick somebody. This is rationality. Can't, can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Everyone has different tastes, uh, and so I thought, do we have do we have any go to uh, things that we do, Paul? Um, for me, it's mostly non sequiturs. Okay, so like uh, you just like take take a turn and then just flip the conversation. Yeah, it usually doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What about I, you? Uh, so I. This isn't something that I do because I'm the the frequently the victim of this, but it's something that I notice everyone else in the fucking world does. Okay, Paul, and okay. that is the uh, tap on the shoulder from behind, and then mm. moving to the opposite side. Classic. I fall for that every time, and I have absolutely even if they've just done it, it's like it's like <laughs> some sort of like Pavlovic response. That I just have to turn the direction of the tap on my shoulder. As long as I'm given like even just a millisecond of time for my brain just to have dissolved the information of the mm-hmm. previous <laughs> the previous time. And it is I don't know if it's just me, but it's bone crushing like every time. Like it's like my, my soul cringes every single time I, I turn to the left when I get tapped on the left, only to have them be like, Where are you looking? on my right side. <laughs> Uh, and what's worse is that I'm a high school teacher, so my students will do this to me on occasion. Oh, and no. so the only way that I've I've become I've been able to adapt to this is just not look when somebody taps your shoulder. It is now just like programmed that's into a, me not to react. Move. It's like the opposite of like for all I know they're like tapping me on the shoulder because I've got like both my shoes untied and I'm about to trip and fall into a manhole. And I could die because of this, but it's what I've had to develop in order to survive my daily, daily oppression, right? Well, and and you might die, but you'd be dying on your own terms. I would be <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know that's all that's all you can ask for, really. <laughs> well, we're we're going a bit long, John. Why don't we jump to the morals? What moral can we collectively assign these three clips? Do you think? I think I think it's really about making your own choices in life. Uh, you can't just mm. ask a wiser person to make those choices for you. Because I think I think the last one, basics and duck pond, 
people already know the answer. Like they already have their own things that they do. They they already know what Strong Bad does. They watch him, obviously. Uh, and frankly, what Strong Bad feels about ducks isn't going to change how you feel about ducks. So I think that you know sometimes you just need to have security in your own actions and choices in life. That may be the deepest moral that we've ever <laughs> dealt with on this show. Okay. So what's yours, Paul? Sometimes you feed the duck, sometimes the duck feeds you. <laughs> That's good. Yours is way catchier. It's it's shorter, but less meaningful. <laughs> shorter. Uh, but yeah, mine was like a sermon. And much like a sermon, I have forgotten most of it already, but the gist <laughs> will stay with me until I... Forget it later. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend to leave a review on iTunes, that kind of thing. Do you want to talk more about Flash Animation? Do you have something that is Flash Animation that you want us to talk about? That sentence was fucked. You can add us on the various <laughs> social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at pluginmissingpod at gmail.com. Don't forget, we have another podcast, The Minute Podcast, where we review listener-submitted minutes of content and talk about it. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John and Paul, produced by john edited by paul with music by me come back next week where we're gonna ask you would you like to update flash aren't they discontinuing flash actually <laughs> they are next the next calendar year shit <laughs> we're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing flash animation and what the hell it is until next week we hope you're well please give us five stars on itunes <laughs>